What is up, True Selfie fam? It's Brooke, your host, and I am pumped about today's topic. But before we dive into what I believe to be a true word from God for you today, I want to let you know that there are plenty ways to support this podcast. What you are doing right now is supporting it just by listening, and I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or by financially supporting. Whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast, which gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions as little as 99 cents. You can also support through my website, brookegunther.com by clicking the donate tab where one-time contributions or monthly contributions are accepted through PayPal or by using your debit or credit card. However you support, I appreciate you. Now, let's dive into today's topic. All right, guys, welcome in. This week, we are back with True Selfie. It's Brooke, your host, and I have a little surprise for you guys today. Um, I have a guest with me that is going to be joining here with us for our topics today, and I'm going to go ahead and let him say hi, and we'll see if you guys know who it is. Hello. I don't know if you can guess from my voice <laughs> who this is. Uh, you also want me to introduce myself, or yeah, you want them to it. guess? Okay. No, you can right. introduce yourself. I am Jesse Gunther. I am Brooke Gunther's husband and partner for life. Well... <laughs> There we go. Now you know exactly who he is, what he's made of, and what he is called to be. So, yeah. So, um, I invited Jesse here with us today. I thought it'd be fun. You guys have always been like, let's do a marriage podcast. So, I sprung it on him like late last night. And that's how marriages work. Yeah, springing things on him. <laughs> um, but he's used to it. So, um, and the funny thing is, is we're going to spring the topic onto him. He has no idea what we're talking about today. That is the honest truth. And um, I'm just going to drop the topic and we're going to see what he does with it. Do you guys think he can handle it? (laughs) You might hear silence in my microphone after this for a while. (laughs) While he's trying to ponder something um, (laughs) worth talking about. So our topic today is servant leadership in marriage. And (laughs) his face is like, oh no. Um, I'll kind of let you think about some things and I'll kind of open up why I'm... Yes, stall, please. <laughs> I'll stall for you for a minute because I'm nice like that. Um, so when we think about servant leadership and kind of where I wanted to pull in today's topic, um, you know, we think about serving. It's something that Jesus did so effortlessly while he was here on the earth. And um, being a servant is something that is you know, required in the Christian walk. And we're actually getting ready to do a foot washing service and kind of, um, you know, exemplify that or give an example of serving, you know, your brothers or sisters in Christ um, on Sunday. And so I thought it was really important to kind of talk about that. It's not just serving um, in your, you know, your neighbor or serving in a soup kitchen. Um, Some of you may think of the term serving and you may think, um, you know, serving in a ministry, if you're, you know, a ministry leader or serving in your community, um, doing, you know, acts of community service and all of those things are great and well. Um, but I kind of want to talk about serving in marriage. I think, um, when we think about serving relationships and, and, you know, those closest to us, 
um, we kind of not think of it, I guess, in a way of, of serving as, you know, your partner in life. And, um, I'm going to quote just, uh, not really quote, but kind of bring up a scripture and then I'll let you kind of talk for a minute. But, um, Mm -hmm. When we think about the Bi- or the Bible verse that talks about, you know, Jesus is like, you know, if you serve into the least of me, you're serving as if you're serving to me. And you so, so many times we're serving other people that we forget that, you know, that's also required in marriage that, you know, the one most important covenant relationship that we have here on this earth is with your spouse. And are we serving our spouse the way that God intends us to do? Um, I'll let you pick up and throw your ideas out. <laughs> oh, after you've had like plenty of time to plan that nice, well <laughs> thought all, out opening. This was all this morning. I literally this morning, this is what I Still thought Still more than like the minute and a half, maybe two minutes that I've had to think about it. <laughs> so... I mean, lots of stuff is running through my head as I try to figure out where this is going to go. Um, But I think of our entire lives are really spent serving others, Uh, sometimes voluntarily, sometimes uh, not voluntarily. You know, you, you think of work, like a lot of people think we're independent and whatnot, but you are a servant at work, most likely. You are a servant of your boss. Um, And we do that, you know, and we get up and we make that really important every day. And we go to work and we do all of that. But we cannot forget, kind of like what Brooke was saying, we have to serve in the home. And we have to serve in our marriage. And if we don't serve in our marriage, and if we don't serve God, then things will might not go very well. Right. So when I say the word serve, what do you think that, um, like what are ways that you can serve, I guess, like practical ways of serving, um, your spouse? Can you think of any that are, I think of being servant as being, um, a lot of times submissive or, uh, sacrificial. I think that a good way to serve is, to do something with your spouse that you might not find that enjoyable. Right. So a funny uh-oh, story uh-oh, is uh-oh. <laughs> we, we, um, not like to toot my own horn, but in this moment, <laughs> I feel like that's what you're exactly we're, going to do. We're just going to go ahead and suit it. Let's take a brook moment here. Why don't you go ahead and suit it for me? Um, no, but, um, a couple of months ago, I actually went hunting with Jesse and, if you know me, I'm a city girl and hunting is not something that I care about. I'm interested in actually at this moment, I don't really like the sport cause it takes Jesse away from me more yep. than what I want. And, um, you know, he's super outdoorsy. He likes to go and just like walk around the neighborhood or go and just do things like walking in the woods, which is not something that I want to do, <laughs> not something that excites me. Um, but there has to be that give and take in relationships. I think, especially when you're talking about, you know, your spouse where you have to sacrifice. And, um, I think one of the things that he literally hates to do with me is going shopping. And, uh, we went to a couple of boutiques the other day, I don't know, a couple months ago and he hated it the whole time. Um, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, so it's weird when I go in a boutique, 
it's like the oddest thing. Like the my, weird thing is how you say boutique. <laughs> is that am, am I saying it right? I don't know. It was just funny hearing it. <laughs> what? It, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But when I go in, like I get this weird back pain and my knees start hurting, and it's just it's odd how painful physically it can be to go in to one of those places. Um, the last one that we went to actually just to add an extra layer of pain to it um easton had a very dirty diaper and let's just say the boutique wasn't it was okay so we had a dirty diaper in a boutique and next thing you know there i am on the floor of a boutique bathroom changing a dirty diaper so it just added another level of while pleasure i to was that. in the dressing room just having the you know the best you, time that's servant he well, actually told me like hey the baby's got a dirty diaper and i'm like awesome <laughs> i'm like he's like i guess i'll change it i'm like yeah i guess so <laughs> I remember the other the part of the hunting story. Um, one of my favorite parts is so I got I got camo face paint and whatnot and all that. And I asked Brooke as we were getting ready to go in the middle of the afternoon uh, for an evening hunt. I was like, hey, do you want to take this? And she looked at me like, no, no, I don't. And then, of course, we get, you know, 25 minutes away from the house and we're getting ready to go in the woods. And she's obviously setting up for a selfie or something in the truck or a story or a reel or whatever whatever it is so true and she's like hey you got that face paint and i said no but i figured you would want it i said because i figured it would make not for the reason that you wear it but for a different reason Yeah, yeah um so that's funny but yeah we have to do things that you know, don't excite us, but it shows them that, Hey, we care about you. We care about your, you know, your wants and your things that you enjoy. We want you to be happy. And Mm -hmm. if we can do it together and I can stop being selfish for five seconds, then I think the marriage and the relationship can grow and, and, you know, move from, move on from there. Um, selfishness is what I was going to kind of follow up with. Um, you know, when we think about a lot of marital problems and stuff a lot of it tends to root in selfishness um I just think about you know when we're serving we're supposed to be laying ourselves down and not thinking about our wants and our desires and like when you go to a soup kitchen you're serving the need of someone else and I think a lot of times you know we have to be aware that God put needs in each of us and if we're not serving our partner's needs it's almost like we're bashing God's creation in a way because we're saying like those needs that God put in you don't matter. And the selfishness that comes up from that, um, you know, is, is a scary thing and something that we want to kind of pull away from and make sure that we're not walking in that selfishness behavior and listening to what the needs are of your partner. Yeah. I, um, when you think of today's culture and when I look at uh, a lot of the the marital issues that I see, or, or the the divorcees that are out there, it's a it's a an I'm not happy culture. Uh, what about me? And it's all me, me, me. I want to be happy and all that. Yet there there might not be a, a servant's heart in the middle of that. Um, you know, when when people go through counseling and they're like, well, I'm just not happy. And that is, I, like, I get it. That's tough. Uh, I'm not putting down people that are not happy. We just need to, we need to step back and look at that and, and, and maybe try to figure out where that's coming from. We, we need to step back and have a, a servant heart because that relationship, that marriage is, 
you know, it's ordained by God. You know, you're married before God and you are serving God in that relationship, not just the other person, but by nurturing that relationship, you're you're servicing what God ordained in the in this world to be. And I don't know if I'm using the word ordained there correctly, but you know, God's plan is for a man and a woman to be together, to be married, and to be married for life. And um, <clears throat> life, I'm, it, there's tough moments. There's no doubt about that. But we're not just serving the other person, we're serving God. And we have to remember that first, that helping that other person be happy is serving God. Yeah, that's good. And when you say tough moments, um, I think... You know, when conflict does arise, because you got two people with different personalities, different, you know, quirks and and things, and um, we're all wired differently, no matter what relationship we're talking about. You could be a single person um, listening today, um, you know, hoping to be married one day, or maybe not hoping to be married after you listen to this this podcast, but... um, you know, any type of relationship, you're, you're working with different personality traits, um, you know, at work, you know, in churches and we, you know, wherever you are, but, um, there are going to be conflicts that do arise in life in general. And sometimes that, that marriage conflict can be, um, exhausting and, and seem draining and frustrating. So, um, actually in our Jesse this morning made a comment before we hopped on that he didn't get a chance to do his Bible study today. And Landon had asked us to do a family Bible study um, that we do on Uversion app. And I happened to pop on it this morning while I was waiting um, for the kids to go off to school. And it was about servant kind of leadership in a family. Isn't that crazy? That's very crazy. Because I hadn't the idea mm-hmm. last night. And, um, you know, when those conflicts arise, they made a comment on this that said to have the I'll go first mentality. And I thought that was really powerful because so many times we're so stubborn in relationships that, you know, maybe your spouse isn't giving you respect or maybe he isn't meeting your needs. Maybe he isn't going out with you to the boutiques and you're sitting here listening and you're like, well, my husband doesn't do that. And he's just blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, maybe you need to go first. Maybe, you know, a way that you can serve is to first serve and meet his needs in hopes that he will see that your needs need to be met. Having that I'll go first mentality, you know, when you're fighting with someone and you're maybe, um, I've done this a lot because when we have, um, debates, (laughs) that's what he calls them is debates. When we have debates, um, I am someone who will kind of silence myself. And I always say like, that's what the Bible tells me to do is to be quiet and to silence my mouth because in moments where I'm frustrated, we can, and we've had those moments where we've yelled at each other, um, you know, and you're about to pop off at me (laughs) (laughs) and you know, in those tense moments, it's not good to, to speak in those moments. You need to have, you know, self-control and, you know, to silence yourself. We actually talked about that in Faith Factory a couple of weeks ago, but um, what was I going with this? I I was not 
inside <laughs> of your head there. I mean, I'm following along with you, but I don't know where you were. You were going. You were talking about serving the other person so first. You want to sacrifice Yeah, so first. when we're in those you know, heated moments, we need to make sure that we take a moment, chill out for a second. And I'm someone who will silence myself, right? I, I'll, sometimes I'll be silent for two or three days, which is not healthy. No, right? it isn't. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say, I don't know where it, there's a length in the Bible. I don't know if it specifies length, but. <laughs> and so I have to, when I'm feeling those moments, I have to say, you know, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll be the one to break the silence. I'll be the one to, you know, say, I'm sorry first. I'll be the one to apologize. I'll be the one to um, go with him hunting, even though he has not went shopping with me ever but I will break that and I will go first. Not to come at it, you know, with a I'm better than you and, you know, yep. mentality, but to say, like, I care about this relationship and, you know, where it's at isn't healthy. Recently, um, <clears throat> I had a, a Thursday. So I, I work, I have every other Friday off and um, I took a Thursday off to give us a nice, relaxing four day weekend. And um, we, we didn't have any plans or any of that, um, but something happened. Um, it, it just, it went crazy on that Thursday. And next thing you know, we were remodeling the living room, a uh, portion of the hallway and uh, putting a TV in our bedroom. And we're, we're doing all of this. And I agree. It, I mean, at the end of the day, it looks great. Brooke has a great vision for that stuff, but um it wasn't my plan, but when I looked at Brooke, I could see this vision in her eyes that she, she really wanted this stuff to happen. And, um, it ended up being just as painful as what I thought it was going to be in the very beginning. But, but I did it. I did it for her. Um, you know, sometimes I, I do feel bad because if there's give and take, sometimes I feel like some of the give, there's like a little selfish portion. It's like, uh, I'm going to give this, I'm going to remodel all those rooms, all that stuff, because I know that I might be having a project coming up here soon where I, I need a little bit of leeway. Um, so you're trying to build up some of those brownie points oh, that's funny. so you can, you can use them in the future so that when I go, let's say hunt, or uh, work on a broken down four wheeler in the garage or something like that. I think like that's that. called manipulation. I, I, you just have this real nice room to sit in Not cool. and, and enjoy. Not cool. That wasn't the thought then. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't have the four wheeler then. But I'm just saying yeah, you could. Didn't have it then. Did you? you could plan for that stuff. But it's servant. Like Brooke wanted that stuff done, and it makes her happy. It was painful. I had to cut a huge hole in the wall that wasn't planned. Um, but a lot of stuff went down during those those three or four days. Um, hung wallpaper, which is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Uh, followed up by it's one of the most frustrating things that you can do. Um, but it looks good, and it, and it made her happy. And I feel that is me serving Brooke and serving God. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Men and women are different. Um, I have a certain set of skills. She has a certain set of skills. Some of my skills are useful in her life and some of her skills are useful in my life. And that's why God put us together. Yeah. So in the beginning, you kind of talked about, um, being submissive. And I think a lot of times 
as men, and I would like to hear your take on this. As men, um, the, you know, the Bible talks about men are to love their wives as God loves the church and women are supposed to be submissive to the man. Now you see the woman in that, you know, in those verses as an active servanthood, like if you're submissive to someone, you're obviously serving. So the Bible like plain, like says women, you know, serve your husbands. I think a lot of men get a big ego when they hear that because, you know, I'm the man, you know, I'm the head of the household and you know, wife, you're supposed to serve me. Um, and the Bible does say that, but I do believe that it needs to go both ways. Um, do you have a thought? Well, I, when you say, yes, it says man is head of the household. When I look at that, I don't look at like, um, the head decision maker or, or the king of the household, but as the, the spiritual leader head of the household and that should be um where the man is now it isn't always that way uh man is not perfect and i do believe that there are a lot of times when when the women are the spiritual leaders of the household and um that's why they're a pair so that the the woman can jump in when the man has issues or or isn't as strong in his beliefs as he should be at certain point times um but no matter what, I mean, we look at Jesus, obviously the ultimate servant and even, yeah, some men get that big head. Um, but I, I don't think that the, I don't take that interpretation as the woman should do everything the man says, because we are equally yoked. I think it's good for, um, even men that are listening to hear that. Cause I think so many times, you know, I'm not a man, but I'm not trying to dog on men, but they just have that mentality of, you know, I'm, you know, in charge, you listen to me, you be submissive to me. Um, but when you think about a marriage relationship, it's not just two people, it's two people with Jesus at the center of it. And you think about, you know, God, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And I think of it as, you know, as we made that covenant relationship and commitment back in, what year did we get married? 2010? 2011. <laughs> I do this all the time. Yeah, I won't like, say anything. I'm going to let your little brain work in front of me. 2011, <laughs> we got married. Sorry, I didn't mean to say you had a little brain. 2011. Brain. And you're lucky I don't get hurt. My feelings are about I, I was, things I like was <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Great. There goes a man with a big head. <laughs> you know those brownie oh, points you're talking oh, about? No. Yeah, they're out the door. Um, edit that out, please. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and so, you know, when we made that covenant commitment to each other in 2011, we joined with God together. And there are three people now that are operating in this relationship and in this marriage and the importance of understanding that me and you are equal parts to, does that make sense? It's not that a man is, is better than a woman. It's we're equally in a relationship with Jesus and our marriage is centered around Jesus. There's not one that is more important to God than the other. If, if the, okay. If I only served you, this relationship wouldn't work. If I only tried to make you happy, this family wouldn't work. If I only tried to make the children happy and only served them, the relationship and family would not work. 
if I only made sure that I was happy, then the family and relationship wouldn't work. But if we follow God's teachings and we serve to make God happy, it works. Um, He tells us that me serving you makes him happy. That me serving our children makes him happy. So if we serve God and Jesus at the center of it, then it works. And that's the only way it works. Yeah, everything kind of just trickles down from there. You know, he designed this relationship. He designed us. Like, it's the instruction manual to how to make things work. And if it's not working, you got to troubleshoot. You got to hit the little contact me link on the website and you got to go, hey, God, I'm having trouble. It's not booting up like it's supposed to, or it's losing power, or it's got too fast of an idol. She's getting mad way too fast. Yeah, <laughs> something's happening. Contact me. Uh, is there like a nine one one line? Yeah, <laughs> I need some quick. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're so quick when we have those moments of frustration and you know, literally not knowing what we're supposed to do, that we sometimes seek advice in the wrong areas. We're seeking people like, "Hey, my wife's doing this," or "Man," or sometimes it's not even like seeking advice you're just like ratting it out like you're just like airing all the dirty laundry and you're hoping to get some type of advice or there or like a coworker to be like yeah she's just crazy man you know and we have to be careful to guard our marriage to make sure that when we're in relation in relationship with each other that you know we're not bad mouthing we're not seeking advice from people who don't have spiritual eyes or spiritual ears to hear what god is saying that all of our um you know, strive and hope to be better comes from the Bible comes from, you know, close relationship comes from that proximity that I talked about, um, just last week about being close to God. And when we're close and near to God, he's going to tell you, you know, um, tell her, I'm sorry, (laughs) even though, you know, you're not in the wrong, you may not be in the wrong in this moment or, you know, give him some grace. You know, he, he's going through a lot, but you need to love him unconditionally. Um, so many people just throw the towel in and say, you know, we're just not getting along. We're not, you know, I've changed. She's changed. We're not the same person. Um, but what happens is, you know, when those relationships break and that covenant is broken, it, it affects everyone around you. You know, your, your testimony is, is damaged. You know, your witness tool is damaged. All of those things, God can obviously bring your testimony back and restore it. Um, but there's just something special about that covenant relationship in marriage. You mentioned coworkers and I, so the workplace is, it's a great place. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, a lot of us spend more time with our coworkers than we do with our families and that it can be, that can be very powerful in a good or bad way. Um, when you start talking about like if there are issues and you are venting at work you have to be very careful about that um you you know if you're seeking advice in the wrong place if you're you're talking to a co-worker who you know will never see your spouse or meet your spouse or something then you're probably going to talk about your spouse in a different way um i i try to I, I, I try to coach people work. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm a marital coach or any of that stuff. So uh, there's He's no. He's not. <laughs> no, we don't. 
we don't have any certificate to be doing this podcast right here. We're just doing it because it's free on the internet. You know, you, you don't have to be qualified to do this. But <clears throat> when somebody starts saying something about their significant other, I do what I can to to not feed into them. Like if 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 a, a guy I work with mostly guys, if a guy's in there and he's like, ah, she's spending all the money and all that stuff, I'm not in there. Like you can't do that. Blah blah blah. And, and trying to beat her down at the same time and feeding into him. It, right. It's, you know, you try to talk with him and say, well, maybe she's doing it because you're spending money or, or something along those lines. But you don't you don't want to feed into people work. You try to coach them. When they start bad-mouthing their spouse, you try to help them. Um, you know, work is a big spiritual opportunity for you. Like I said, you spend more time with them, most likely, than you do with your family. So that's a huge spiritual outreach. And if you are bad-mouthing your spouse, then they don't, probably do not see that as very Christian. So we have to, again, seek advice, like Brooke said, in the right places. And uh, I'm pretty sure we all know where the right place is. Yeah, that's good. So I think at the end of the day and at the end of this um, you know, podcast for this week, um, you know, as you're walking through marriage, as you're walking through different relationships, like I said, even if you're not married, you can still pull from this. If you're not first laying yourself down, you're not going to be ready to even dive into a relationship with another person. If you're not, um, actively seeking that laying of self down because marriage, that's exactly what marriage is, is you have to be able to lay your wants and needs down for the other person. Um, and just walking throughout the week and, and when you see those instances arise, because they probably will arise every week where you get, you know, frustrated or you're in that moment of um, scre- the screaming battles, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> to just remember, you know, I'll go first. I'll be the bigger person, if you will, and not that context, but I'll, I'll take the first step. I'll, I'll do the right thing first and I'll, um, you know, make amends, you know, if he or she won't. Um, send that text message. I know that sometimes things get heated at night or whatnot. And, uh, we have a great pastor and pastor's wife. And I know they tell us they never go to bed angry at one another. And, uh, but I'm not going to lie. It's, it's probably happened in this household here or multiple there. times. Oh, whoa, whoa. I was just, <laughs> whoa, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna put that out there. But, um, that next morning, um, pray over it and send that text message. That's uh, break that silence. Like Brooke's saying, go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Just, you know, those three, I'll go. Yeah, that's three words. I'll go first. Yeah. Those three words can really change the dynamic of, you know, where you're at right now and where God intends you to be. Because at the end of the day, God doesn't want you guys mad at each other. Um, he wants you guys loving each other, serving each other, um, you know, being happy with each other. And if you're not, if you're finding yourself in those situations where you're not feeling those things, um, pray together, you know, I'll go first, I'll pray, you know, over her before bed or, or whatever it has to be, you know, you, I could sit and, you know, spew different ideas of what you could do, but honestly seeking God and he will open those opportunities and, and put it on your heart to, to make that I'll go first mentality happen in your, in your relationship and in your marriage. Um, any last thoughts, Jess, before we close it out? Um, hmm, to wrap it up. So I believe that, uh, so I'll, I guess I'll speak from a 
just a man's perspective. I think that's why I'm here. Um, but uh, like I said earlier, we are servants in almost every area of our life. Um, I would think even if you own your own business, you are a servant to your customers. So when you sit back as a man, don't act like you don't know how to serve. Don't act like, well, I don't know how to make her happy. Um, I, I admit, um, why are you laughing? You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> Women are confusing. Yes, like, I, get I knew it. Okay. you were going to say that. A pastor was just talking about that the other day. It's hard to figure us out. And it, honestly, it's hard to figure myself out. I wake up and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> but but um, as, as a man, again, as a man's side, we know how to serve. I know how to serve customers at work. Um, I know how to... Uh, serve my children and make them happy. Um, every once in a while, I figure out how to serve Brooke and, and get her happy. Um, it, it's no different than any other problem in your life. Uh, well, let's not say it's a problem. Any other situation in your life that you haven't figured out just yet, you have to keep working at it. It's not going to get better without intentionality. So, which I used that word at work the other day. Yes, that's yeah. been something that you know, God's place on my heart for the last, you know, during the month of December was just, especially during the holidays, it was just to be intentional with relationships. Like when you're, you know, sometimes you see people on the holidays that you don't see all year long. And instead of being on your phone or whatnot, you know, we have to be intentional. We have to make sure that we're diving into people's relationships, figuring out what they want, what they, what's going on with them, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because that's where true ministry will stem from is just being intentional. I, yeah so men you know how to serve so make sure you serve do it with intentionality so like uh, last year at the end of last year Landon had us doing a bible study and um one of the things that was suggested in it I don't not suggested but it was just one of those like passing comments was about letter writing so um well Brooke tooted her own horn (laughs) earlier I I don't want to toot mine here because it's but I wrote a letter to somebody this month I, I put a reminder in my calendar to write a letter to a different person each month um, I have a list of most of those people and most of the addresses that I'd like to reach out to um, at the beginning of the month my reminder pops up to write a letter and it's hard like I can only write like, like he I, hates to write oh man so <laughs> I typed it up boom typed it up in no time and then I find myself writing for a couple minutes at a time. And your like, hand was cramping. Oh, I can't even hold <laughs> You sound like Landon. Anymore. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, ow. I'm like, okay, let me, I'll finish the rest of it tomorrow. <laughs> and, but the, the hand, the handwriting, the time it takes to put it on paper, um, I had to go buy stamps. Um, I, here's a confession. I am using envelopes from work. <laughs> so, <laughs> Listen, we don't mail anything out. I know they're old. They've Excuses. been there. So I know. Excuses. Listen, I know. You need I, to take that up with the Lord. I know. You need to return I have, those. Also, I know. I know all of this. Okay, I'm not perfect. But I had to get that letter out. And I was Such running. Such a relief is going to. I was running. I will replace them. I will buy some and put them back where I took them. They have a whole big box. I know that's bad. So many justifications. Anyways, I'm trying to be intentional about relationships to the point where it hurts my hand. 
this right now. <laughs> is that not that sacrifice? God sees that sacrifice, baby. Oh, You're doing great. Heal my arthritis, the old Arthur's popping up. But it will take effort. I think that's kind of what you're yeah, maybe saying. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's It'll take effort on both of you guys, on both of y'all's parts to um, meet the needs of your spouse and to make sure that you're serving them. It will take effort. It's not going to be like, you know, a thought and then it's done. Like it's going to be a thought and then you're going to have to do a few things. You may have to leave work early. You may have to go, um, you know, spend $40, you know, um, you know, it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to cost you something. And again, we talked about that last week on the podcast about proximity. It's going to cost you something. Um, but the reward is going to pay off so much more and you're going to see God move really strongly in, um, in your marriage and in your lives. And so, um, I think there's no better way than, um, to end this podcast with just a quick prayer from both of us. And, um, as we pray over, you know, marriages in general and just pray over you listening, um, with your relationships. Um, I think that'll be a great way to kind of close this out. I really like that. (laughs) Okay. I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. No, I'm the bigger person here. I can go first. Uh, Tooting your own horn. (laughs) All right. So, Father God, we thank you for this um, podcast and the availability of technology that we can um, talk on these microphones and that people around the world can can hear or even in our communities. Um, And we thank you for that. And we just pray, God, that as we don't have marriage figured out, we don't understand each other probably as much as you know the person listening we're not qualified we don't have a title behind our names or anything like that but god we love you with our whole heart and we love each other and we want to see marriages around us flourish god we want to see the rates of divorce divorce going down god we want to see family units being built and being established and being rooted in truth and god that you've placed that on our hearts and so we're just here as humble servants serving you and i pray that as there are people listening, God, the relationships may not be marital, but they may be, um, you know, there, it might be just a boyfriend, and a girlfriend. It may be, you know, a mother and a child relationship. God, just, I pray your blessings over it. God, let us realize that we need to lay ourselves down. Stop being selfish. Stop being stubborn. God, come into our hearts and let, um, your power move through us in Jesus name. Amen. Dear God, we, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to learn or to share what we have learned from our uh, little over a decade together, Lord God. Um, we have figured out that serving you has what has gotten us through this decade, Lord God. And per your plan, it will get us through a lot more. And we thank you for the opportunity to be able to share that, to be able to um, have the courage to, to put our lives out there and our hearts out there. So that other people may learn to look at you, Lord God. Uh, You put these people together for a purpose. And Lord, we ask that you give them what they need to serve in that purpose. And that purpose is to give you glory, Lord God. That they are effective servant teams. Lord, uh, help, uh, I pray for the men specifically, to help them realize that they have a servant heart. Not just at church and not just for other people but for their wives and their family lord god and i pray over these marriages and these relationships in jesus name amen yeah so one of the things that i love that no matter what kind of crazy thing i throw at jesse he is always willing to do just about anything that i ask him to do so i really do thank you babe for coming on and um, sharing your heart and just being open um if you guys loved Jesse, let me know. I mean, we can bring him back. He does live in this house. I know exactly where he he sleeps at night. And so I can bring him back and um, share him with you for, you know, a few weeks or whatnot. But if you ha- if you will have me, I, I will be back. Yes. 
Um, So thanks for listening, guys. I can't wait to come back next week and chat with y'all a little bit more. Um, But have a blessed week. We'll see you. Bye-bye.